want apple juice. Lucas wants apple juice. I know, I heard him can say I that. Can I have apple juice? Yeah, you can have apple juice. Can I have soda? Yes, you can have soda. Can I press that button? No, you can't press that button. Why? Because that's going to play the theme song. I'm not ready to Click. start the pot. What's up, guys? James Gutman here on High Pod. I'm Dad. Welcome back to another edition of the podcast. It is Friday. It is right after Valentine's Day. It is 2024. You know the year. Come on. Welcome back. I appreciate you taking the time to listen, taking the time to tune in. Whether you found me in any streaming service, I'm on all of them. Or if you found me on High Pod, I'm Dad. Thank you. Subscribe. Come back. Tell your friends. Tell everybody we're here. I do appreciate it. It's been... It's been crazy. It's been a it's been an eventful few weeks for me. It's been uh, it's an eventful year, as you guys know. We have the the Jubilee video. If you haven't had a chance to check that out yet, that's the the video. And I flew out to L.A. and I spoke with different people about you know autism and autism appreciation and how it affects my family. But also on top of that, working on this book due out later this year. And I'm going to tell you this: this book I'm excited about, and I know that I'm already hitting the high notes because I. I told my daughter about one of the stories that I wrote about yesterday for the book, which is something I think I've touched upon. I don't know how in-depth I've gone with this story. And she laughed out loud. Laughed out loud. My daughter is 15. So that is not easy to, <laughs> to do, to get her to laugh out loud. Unless I guess maybe I fell down the stairs. She would probably laugh out loud at that. But when it comes to a story and something that I'm sharing with her on that kind of level, to get a reaction like that, I'm like, oh, I guess this book is on the right path. So very glad to see that. So you guys are going to like it. I'm excited. I'm telling a, you know, a lot of different stories from our lives, uh, from some of the things I've done with Lucas, from a, a father's perspective of raising a boy uh, with autism and coming to appreciate it, and just parenting in general uh, from somebody from my point of view. So it's been really cool. I've been very excited, spending a lot of time doing that. Thank you for all the support. I've gotten great messages from you guys. I'm excited about the book, so I'm excited about it too. So that was cool. And as you know, it's not just a big year and a big couple of weeks for me, but even for Lucas, for my son. On Sunday, we went to a birthday party, and I wrote about this on Monday, which gives you an idea of how quick the turnaround is on these these blogs sometimes. Uh, all week, both both blogs, I think they both give you insight into how quickly I do them, because the one on Monday was about something that happened on Sunday, and the one on Wednesday was about something I noticed on Tuesday. So everything, I always write them the day before. I want them to be fresh. I change my perspectives so quickly. So that's why I did it. But the one on Sunday, uh, the one on Monday, I should say, is about a party we went to on Sunday. Now, it's a big deal because my son didn't really go to a lot of parties uh, for whatever reason. When I was still married, a lot of invites got lost in the mail, I suppose. Uh, so once I found out that he was getting invited to all these parties, I got excited. I wanted to bring him to him. So he went to this one on Sunday. And the one we went to, I was not sure what to expect. I hadn't met any of these people. These were all the the kids from his new class. It was at Monster Mini Golf. And sometimes Lucas, he isn't feeling it before we even go in. So he didn't want to get out of the car. But as I mentioned on Monday in the blog post on highblogomdad.com, I'd been preparing him for it by telling him about it over and over and over again. And whether or not it landed or registered, I don't know. It made me feel better. So all week we'd be sitting there tying his shoes. And I'm like, hey, buddy, 
don't forget, party on Sunday. We're going to do a party. Like, parties, party. Yeah, birthday. Not, not your birthday. Somebody else's birthday. But a funny birthday. Whole thing over and over again. And that's how Lucas and I kind of interact. I, I basically just talk. Like, like, what I'm doing right now with you guys, you're not here. And I'm just talking. And you're not coming back to me. But I'm just going and going. That's what I do with him all the time. I talk. I talk about people. I talk about situations. He knows everything about everybody. So if you have done me wrong... Lucas knows about it. Yeah, it's kind of funny for me. So I knew he was ready for the party because he has learned to either understand a lot of his understanding, a lot of his receptive language come from me enunciating words or saying them in in exaggerated ways. So there was a time where I'd be like, hey, buddy, I need your cup, cup, cup. And I'm taking my hand and I'm mimicking a cup and I'm drinking this fake cup and I'm like, cup. And now, even yesterday, he was sitting at the table and I was like, I was like, you got your cup? And he's just like, got up, got his cup. Volume on his uh, on his iPad. He didn't know what that meant. And I said to him this morning, I'm like, do you want it louder? And he handed me the iPad. And up until then, I had always been like louder volume and I'm doing like ears and stuff. So it's really cool. It's great when he gets receptive language. So I'm telling him about this party. I don't know if he understands party. He might, he might not. I don't know if he understands birthdays are for other people. He definitely knows birthday. <laughs> I'll tell you why. It's the cutest thing he does. I don't know. I wish there was something I could do about it. Um, When his birthday comes up, I start singing happy birthday to him in the weeks prior, which means that we're going to start getting ready to do that soon. Uh, I bet, hey, Lucas, get ready. Happy birthday to you. And he watches me or whatever. But when he goes to someone else's parties and they sing happy birthday to those kids, he gets upset. He doesn't cry. He doesn't whine or whatever. He'll like cover his face. He does this like, he's like an old Jewish comedian going, oi vey. You know, like he puts the, the hands on his forehead. I'm like, oh, buddy. And I rub his back and I feel bad. I don't know if he's jealous or what. It was pointed out to me by a speech teacher when he was about five or six that maybe he's jealous when he hears them singing happy birthday to somebody else. I think it's adorable. Anyway, aside from that at this party, like I didn't know if I was preparing him correctly but he knows now at this age that when it's me you know i built this relationship with him i'm not going to lead him into a fire pit like i'm going to bring him out of the car and we're going to go somewhere and he's going to enjoy himself i'm not going to make him miserable and he allowed me to do that man we went into this party and he walked around and he wouldn't let go of his ipad held on to it was listening to it and i gotta be honest man i'm i'm, I'm a dad a little voice in my head is like you should you know, get this ipad away from him What's he doing? He's going to miss the whole part. And I kept doing this. So I, what I do with Lucas, and if you have a child like mine, hopefully you do the same thing. I give him leeway, right? So at this party, I told him, like, we can, we can go on the iPad for a while, buddy, but pretty soon we have to take it away. And there was a, a definite ending point when he had to give it back, where I said, when we go, when it's time for us to go eat, we're going to give up the iPad, okay? We're going to, over and over again, doing the hand motions for eat. At night, the same thing happens that happened at that party. I have to take away his iPad when the time comes, right? So he'll be in his room and he'll be on his on his device and he's all excited and he's jumping up and down. And I come in, I go, buddy, it's time for bed. We're going to take it away. Now, I have a rule with him. If he's cool with it, I'll start counting down. I go five, four, three, two, one. And usually he'll hand it over to me. But if he doesn't, if he whines, if he fights back, if he pushes back, I give him five minutes. I always do. I go, all right, buddy. All right, hey, 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 five minutes. Play. I'll be back. Okay. You go for a little while. And I do like the rainbow with my finger, but then after I'm going to get it back. Okay. The whole explanation. And when I come back, he usually gives it right up, gives it to me. And then he falls asleep. I want to show him at certain times, Hey, I know you love this device. I know you love, you know, gorging yourself on mountains of pirate booty, but Hey, 
let's pull back a little bit and see how you feel. And he always feels better and he's learned to trust me for that. So that feels good. And I'm glad that I'm able to give him that. So he's okay. We're okay. We're great. So we go to this party. It gets time for the food. I go, hey, I got to take the iPad away. And I bring him into the other room. And now because of the fact that I let him bring the iPad in, because of the fact that I let him walk around with it, because of the fact that I explained it, he gave it up. And we walked around. I held his hand and we, we looked at the, the arcade games and all that stuff. And he hates all that stuff. He doesn't I don't, it's amazing. You would think, right? People hear autism and they just make all these assumptions like, oh, he must love the, the loud, you know, the, the bing and the bells. Either, either they think he loves it or he hates it. And he's kind of indifferent to it. Like he doesn't hate the bells and the screaming. He doesn't cover his ears, doesn't care about any of that stuff. But when it comes to like liking it, no, he's just like, eh. you know, might as well be, you know, Muzak for all, for all he cares. So he's sad. He sat at this Mario Kart game, which I guess Mario Kart is much easier than than we think because we came we came in first place i just i held his his steering wheel a little bit but he came in first i got pictures of it people are like wow i'm like i don't really didn't do anything uh, so we did that we did some crane games stuff like that but then when it came time for us to eat and this is the part that i was ridiculously proud of and i was really hoping that none of the other parents were looking at me because they'll be like why does that dad look like he's going to tear up at this party for a kid that i literally just met that day lucas sat at the table like right near the birthday boy. And I left him there. And I stood almost across the entire room. And I have pictures of it and I have videos of it. And I gave him his food. And he sat there and he ate his food quietly. He, he kind of, he folds his hands. <laughs> it's like, he's like so prim and proper. And I'm watching him eat his chicken nugget. And what happened was they had chicken nuggets and they had pizza, right? So after he finished his pizza, I brought him chicken nuggets. He's eating chicken nuggets. And I could tell that he doesn't love them, right? He's eating them a little bit. And they start bringing out pizza for other kids too. Because, you know, at this point, people are requesting whatever they want, you know. Oh, who needs more pizza or whatever? And I'm watching him looking around the table. And he's looking at this person. He's looking at the kid next to him. And he's watching everybody else who's getting pizza. And he's kind of like, like kind of like ho-hum. And he eats his nugget. I swear to God, I was like blown away. Because this is the boy that up until, I guess up until this year, it might maybe even still, the most read blog post I ever did was called, I'm sorry, my son uh, drank your coffee, which is a story about Lucas grabbing people's food in public. And I was like, so proud of him. Like on a level, I can't even tell you guys how proud I was of him. This is the equivalent to all these people, you know, your kid graduates from, from a school or your kid like you know, hits the home run and whatever, you know, little league or whatever it is. This was my little league and graduate all rolled into one, watching him be able to control himself and to know that he doesn't have to grab. And the reason why, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing, because I don't know for sure, I can't ask him. It's always kind of tough like that. But the reason why I think he doesn't grab when I'm with him or whatever is that he knows that I know what he wants. I know he wants pizza. I know he wants his food. And he knows that if he were to tell me that he wants it or show me that he wants it, I would get him that if I can. So he doesn't need to grab it. He doesn't need to do that. I hope at least that's the reason. I don't know what it was. But I was blown away by this. And for my son, maturing, getting older, right on the cusp of being a teenager, which is mind-blowing to me, um, I never, I never thought we would get to this point. And even now leading up in, you know, to this moment, hearing stories and some of the things that sometimes happen at school when he's outside of my, 
my view, I worry. I'm like, I don't know. Is he able to do this? And parties like this and moments like this show me that he's doing really well. And this is a product of, and here's something that I want everybody listening to understand, right? So often you'll hear somebody in my position, a parent, they'll talk about the work they do. Granted, I put work into working with Lucas, but this is him. This is him putting work into understanding. This is him putting work into grasping what's around him. This is him not letting his emotions get the most of him. Again, another thing that we all tend to do. I tend, you know, I've had times in my life where I've got over emotional about a situation and therefore lost the narrative and ended up, you know, making myself the bad guy in a story where I wasn't. Um, I'm trying not to do that too. And he's trying not to do that. It has been really just a beautiful thing. And I'm so proud of him and I'm grateful that he's like that, but I'm also grateful that I can come on here and tell you guys about it. And if you're listening to this and you have a kid who's doing a lot of the things that my son used to do, or uh, you're struggling to wonder, like, is my kid ever going to be able to sit down and enjoy a meal at a restaurant? Is my kid ever going to be able to sit down and be able to to watch, you know, his sibling, you know, you know, do a school event or something like that? I know those days. I know what it was like when he wouldn't sit in a chair, and now he can sit, and I don't even have to be near him, and he'll sit. So. I don't know, man. There's a there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. So uh, I have my light. I hope you guys do too. Thank you for letting me talk at you. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. Do me a favor. Check out the blog, highblogomdad.com. Follow me on, on Facebook and Instagram and everywhere you could follow me. Follow me. Don't follow me in the street. It's kind of, well, I don't know. Maybe we'll make a game out of it. Either way, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate it. Um, It's been a really, really interesting week, but a lot of beautiful things ahead. Thank you. Until next time, James Gutman, be well. Bye, pod. I'm done.